Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Five with Joey Casada. I'm your host, Joey Casada. With me today, as always, Johnny Walker. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Our very special guest, nicknamed the Doctor, Tommy Snyder. Say hello, Tom. What's up, boys? So. Many of you know Tommy already. If you've read any of my books, Tommy is featured heavily. He's the singer for my old band, Playground, in the late 80s, early 90s. Ernie was our manager slash mascot. There was no one I could ever imagine being on this episode more than Tommy. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about our top five drinks when we were younger that we wished never touched our lips. Tom, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of nailed it. <laughs> so this is going to go, you know, there's so many different ways we can go with this. It could be a drink that you maybe had one night and did something really stupid with, or maybe you got sick from, or just the smell after all these years really, you know, makes you want to vomit. So there's all different ways we can go with this. Obviously there's going to be a lot of funny drunken stories, uh, that follow all of our, our picks. But a quick background. So Tommy, I met Tommy when I was 16 years old. So I was just were, getting into that drinking phase. You were 13. <laughs> you lied well, about I, your age. I told you I was 16. <laughs> but Tommy introduced me to a lot of drinking. So, uh, you know, blame him for the man that I am today. All right, so let's we'll we'll start with our top five. We'll go we'll go Ernie, we'll go Tommy, then we'll go me. Okay, Ernie, your number five pick of your drink when you were younger that you regret ever putting to your lips. Well, my number five choice was Old English. Oh, Old E. I oh, didn't even no think e. of that. O E, yes. Did that come with the brown paper bag? <laughs> yeah, it always did. It was the, the big 40 ounce thing. It was like gold colored, if I remember correctly. I was So I'm thinking about this stuff, getting ready for this episode. And if you ever noticed, you could only buy liquor at a liquor store, but you can buy beer everywhere. And then there was these weird drinks that were somewhere in between, like Old, old, old English, um, Colt 45, well, I think they um, were considered malt liquor, right? Is that what yeah, they're considered? Yeah, malt liquor. Right. And they I don't even know what that name. means. Well, they changed it so they could sell it everywhere. Um, night <laughs> train. <laughs> those, those were the days, Ernie, when we had the paper out where we could afford just 140 and it would do the, do the job. <laughs> well, Ernie, it's funny, too, because when you say you could buy beer anywhere, that's a very New York thing. A couple of other states, too, but most states... You can't do that. Tommy, you're in Pennsylvania. Can you buy can you buy beer at the deli? No, it's not Jersey. Jersey's very confusing. You walk into a deli and they got a liquor a liquor store in the back. Very <laughs> strange. But uh Pennsylvania has a very weird uh you walk into a bar, you can only buy two two six packs. But they allow you to walk out of the bar, put the two six packs in your car and come back in and buy another two. Oh. But you have to but wear a disguise, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, we know a lot about disguises. Well, I have a feeling that story will come up later <laughs> later in the episode. <laughs> but Ernie, great great pick. I, I totally forgot about OE, you know, all that malt liquor. Yeah, I think that's kind of almost where we all started those big 40 ounces, right? 
It was it, it was disgusting. It was, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking of Night Train with uh, the Guns N' Roses song. They they sang about it, a Public Enemy song. <laughs> so I guess I guess that everybody was drinking this stuff and dying. <laughs> I mean, Welcome to the jungle juice. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible stuff. And if I remember correctly, all that malt liquor was way stronger than regular beer, right? It wasn't like regular beer, was it? Nope, it was it was worse, and they were selling it in delis ever, everywhere, and it, it was disgusting. <laughs> we all, but it was cheap. It was real cheap. I remember, I remember the girls used to buy bones. What when was we got bones? The it was bones was like a wine. It was a Boone? cheap wine that they sold that the girls used to drink. No uh -huh. boons, 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 whatever. All right, Tom, your number five pick. I had some gin, uh, once, and. Uh, I ended up passed out on the, these things called the Flat Rocks for people who don't know our neighborhood, Marine Park. There were pylons in the creek. And uh, I ended up throwing up on this Flat Rocks, and it was low tide. <laughs> so uh, I got carried home. I, I forget who I was with. Jerry, I think Jerry Rahill and a few of the guys and uh, ended up getting carried home. And uh, now anytime I smell gin, I smell low tide in the creek. It's, I just can't, I can't avoid it. I can't. can't. <laughs> Well, that's exactly what we're talking about. So anytime you've, you've ever gotten sick off of liquor or any, of any kind, you always remember that smell for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's, it, but it would have been like if you, if you drank Budweiser and you, and you fell and you face, face first in dog shit. <laughs> you know, so every time you smell Budweiser, you would associate it with dog shit. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, the, cre the creek in general was pretty disgusting. I remember the creek <laughs> over on near Avenue U, the rocks were, right? Right, Jamaica Bay, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, my, my number five, first of all, great pick. Obviously, you got sick of it. I actually like gin. I don't mind a gin and tonic. I don't, gin, I never got sick from gin, so gin is okay with me. This ne My next pick is definitely not okay with me, and that is Goldschlager. And oh. I know we've all had a lot of shots of Goldschlager, I don't even know if it's true, but I do remember them telling there were real bits of gold flakes in in the drink in the alcohol, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. That's is true. Is it true? Yeah, it's How could true. it be true? We were drinking gold. I, I listen when I took a shit the next morning. You could see it. It was sparkling. <laughs> that's a that's a thousand dollar shit. That's expensive shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Goldschlager, when I even smell the Goldschlager now. I mean, I haven't smelled it in years, thank God. But when I smell that, it brings back so many bad memories. I just, I don't want to ever see it again. Yeah, it was also very sticky. Yes. So it's, if you were drinking and driving, which we don't do anymore. No, never did. What do you mean? Ever pulled, yeah, if a cop ever pulled you over, it was very hard to get the license out of your hand and the paperwork. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you could tear them off the steering wheel. <laughs> Austin, for here, hold on. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the tree sap in Christmas vacation. <laughs> you know, I've By only way, drank Goldschlager one time ever. The night the Rangers won the Stanley <laughs> Cup, the only time I ever drank that. And tell us what happened to you after that, because I know where you ended up that night. Uh, on a, a, I drove on top of a bus, I think, <laughs> and on top of an ambulance. Uh, and the best part is the... Um, we're all cheering the guy throwing fireworks at us, and we yay! And it turns out he was actually shooting at us. Oh, I, I want to uh, shout at you too. <laughs> and I'm a Ranger fan. <laughs> so let's let's just quickly recap that story. You had Goshlaga once. You were dancing on top of an ambulance, thinking That's someone's funny. throwing fireworks at you, and you're laughing and cheering him on, and he's we really he's really shooting a gun at you. Yes, the, the DJ actually got shot that night. Yes, that's uh, growing up in Brooklyn, boys. That's uh, that's ghost like it works like that because you sometimes <laughs> you get jabbed in the face, you don't even realize it. <laughs> so, all you kids, before you go taste Goldschlager, that might be your future. So, I would I would advise against it. Oh boy! All right, Aaron, your number four pick. Up oh, my number four, and Tommy is gonna know all about this. Um, Jack Daniels. And here's my story. When we were teens, me and Tommy would pay for each other's bottle of liquor on our birthdays. And on Tommy's birthday, I would buy him a bottle of Jack Daniels. And on my birthday, uh, he'll buy me uh, nothing. Seven. <laughs> seven. Well, that's nah. uh, actually no, that's not true. He, no, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing. He would buy me uh, a bottle of Southern Comfort, actually. Oh, was it Southern Comfort or Seagrams? I forget. 
But, uh, at, at the beginning, when we started drinking, it was always Southern Comfort for me. Yeah. Right. But I was thinking about this, why we did this on our birthdays. And I realized both our birthdays are in the dead of winter. And we spent all of our nighttime outside. So maybe doors. this was just how we were staying warm. <laughs> we were drinking three doors in uh, Marine Park. What's three doors? That's uh, junior high school, 278. Oh, Marine I know Park, you. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, there was three doors in the back. So we'd hang out there and, we'd go, and then we'd go to uh, Good Shepherd for a midnight mess. And I was the only Protestant <laughs> in the place. So when I did the Our Father, everyone would speak and I keep going. And may the power of the glory forever and ever. Amen. They all look at me like I was going to get lynched. <laughs> I got a good story. But when I went to Midnight Mass when we were younger, too, we used to always have Budweiser 40s with us at Midnight Mass. And my buddy <laughs> nice. dropped his in the back of the – there was always you know standing room only. It was packed. He dropped it in the back of the church. You don't, Picture what a 40 ounce of Budweiser <laughs> sounds like smashing on the floor in Midnight Mass in church. <laughs> I hope every head Every head went like this when it fell. They went. <laughs> it was it wasn't good. <laughs> you always good with the clergymen, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a man of God. <laughs> a man of God, yeah. <laughs> There's there is one other thing. Uh it was rotten to me and Ernie is that they when we turned 18, they moved the drinking age to 21. So they tacked on a lot more years with the cops chasing us from Marine Park. It really sucked. Yeah, I'm sure those extra years. I'm sure those extra years really stopped you from drinking, right? Right. Now you're not drinking age yet, Joey, are you? I'm. St I'm almost there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So Tom, you're number four. Uh, all right. It was my bachelor party in Montreal. Oh, this boy. is also the worst disgusting drink ever. We were all hanging out in the bar, and uh, they came up with some Jack Daniels milk and some other crap. Whoa. We did, we did shots of it, and then I think that's what made you throw up in the bathroom downstairs, Joe. After you almost well, got our asses kicked by the other bachelor party. Well, how about this? I don't even remember drinking it, so I'm sure I did throw it up. It was the most disgusting crap. Wait, what was it? What was it? Yeah, I remember milk, Jack Daniels, and something else. They came oh. out. You got to try this. You got to try this stuff. And we were all like, yeah, sure. I think that's what sent you into the toilet. Well, I'm lactose intolerant as it is. So if I'm drinking a, a, a shot of Jack with milk, my mm. night is done. Yeah, <laughs> Ernie would be in the hospital. Your asshole's starting to dilate. Just <laughs> <laughs> the thought of it. Yeah. But the funny thing about that is you were mouthing off to the other bachelor party in the room. And then we go downstairs. It's just me and you in the bathroom. And it's four of them. And they're like, hey, what's up? Hey, listen, uh, but we'll just joke around upstairs. And you're in the bathroom gurgling, throwing up at the same time. My tough guy, you got my back. Yeah, but two Americans could take four Canadians any day. <laughs> that's This is true. <laughs> it's simple math. <laughs> that's simple math. That's like third grade math. Ernie's special guest can take over Montreal. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, just so you know, the audience, I have no recollection of that drink at all. That just tells you the state that it put me in. Oh, horrible, horrible. Ooh, God. All right, so my number four, you both are very familiar with this. Now, this is, I don't even know what this is. It's not an actual drink, but we just call them, and I'm going to show a picture of us drinking these, the buckets. <laughs> so you, they both know what I'm talking about. Look, they immediately I mean, almost made my list. Almost made my list. So the Buckets, we used to go to Wildwood, New Jersey every summer. And there was this one bar in Wildwood. And I don't, even, I don't remember the name of the bar. But we, we automatically sought it out. And they would sell us a giant tub. It, it was almost like a paint bucket. Of, it looked like a Kentucky Fried Chicken family yeah, pack. Yes, a Kentucky exactly Fried Chicken like. family pack bucket with alcohol in it. And they would just pour everything and anything into this with juice and liquor and they, then they would give us like, you know, 30 or 40 crazy straws and we would all drink out of the same thing. Those were so the days, huh? Not Two only pandemic. would we be, you know, <laughs> we, oh, can you imagine how quickly COVID was spread with that? We'd all be dead. <laughs> but, I, you know, just just the thought of drink, not only what it, what it tasted like, just drinking out of the same bucket with 20 guys is disgusting enough. 
Yeah. See, to me, that's a that's a a drink that I almost made my list, but I said, you know what? I had such a good time doing it. Nothing happened afterwards. Nothing ever. Are you, are you sure? Well, we yeah, we are right. We I remember. <laughs> we pre-vomited one night, but just in t- anticipation of going. If you remember, uh, that's me and you would edge each other on. <laughs> we get the fat sweats, and that'd be it. For some reason, we went to an all-you-can-eat buffet with with fried chicken and fried fish and stuff. Fried shrimp. Yep. <laughs> Bef- before we went to go drink the buckets. Yeah. Yeah, it's and 95 we went back. Degrees, Doc. That was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we went back to the hotel and we said, obviously, we can't drink the buckets tonight with this grease in our stomachs. All right, that's my number four. Ernie, your number three. My number three choice peach schnapps. Wait. Wait. What? Peach, peach schnapps. Schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I what I that word. <laughs> I was waiting to do that. <laughs> I think we did it at the same time. Yes, it was um, perfect. <laughs> I don't know what about this stuff. Do they, I don't think they even sell it anymore. I remember it coming in a couple of flavors, but I think peach was the most popular. Or maybe it was the cheapest. I don't know. Um, I assume we just didn't know any better. And we were kind of just stealing whatever was in our parents' liquor cabinets at that time. <laughs> yeah. If they're, I don't know if the parents have that. Um, you, I'm sure you guys have liquor cabinets still. No. <laughs> but why did our parents have peach schnapps? It's so true. Why? The hell I don't know, but blackberry it was brandy. We always got it. What? <laughs> blackberry brandy also was a... Oh, yeah. That, that was terrible, too. Yeah, I mean, the hunt is up here. They When they go shoot deer, they that's what they take with them, blackberry brandy. Oh. I don't know what my parents were hunting. <laughs> yeah just what you want with a rifle in your hand a bottle of black blackberry brandy <laughs> yeah that explains a lot but what give me give me a quick uh peach schnapps schnapps sorry schnapps <laughs> don't do that i was swallowing at the time <laughs> joey tells me to do i gotta do it i i got gotcha. you <laughs> That's how, that's, show, that, that's how we get the ratings. Behave yourself. That's how we get the ratings. All right, Tom, you're number three. I wrote the fence on this one because it was good times and bad times, you know? Uh-oh. Uh, Midnight Dragons. Ah. Um, and we, the, the band Playground at the time, we were all starving, <laughs> literally. And uh, we just couldn't afford anything else. And we went to... Uh, the beer distributor and it was like a case for a dollar 99 i don't know how that happened <laughs> so we all put on eighteen thousand pounds and i remember returning bags i mean bags <laughs> i mean you know how much you have to accumulate to get 50 60 dollars back in cans <laughs> 50 or 60 you paid your rent one month with with the cans i remember well, I, I kept 20 for myself, so really it was. <laughs> I remember in the kitchen, th- there was a garbage pail in the kitchen in Tommy's yes. old house. And the garbage pail, you couldn't see the garbage pail anymore. You a- also a- couldn't a- see a- the a- whole a- wall. A.K.A. the cave. <laughs> the, the cans were higher than the refrigerator. Yes. Just cans across the, the whole entire and, wall and of I Midnight Dragon. Friend, and I went with our friend Billy Zemish. And we had so many cans, the guy got so sick of listening to us count. One, two, three. <laughs> right, there's no machine, right? No, the guy this, the guy would turn his back and Billy go, 30, 40, 50, <laughs> As soon as he looked back at us again, it was 71, 72, 73. So Billy Zemish actually uh, paid my rent. <laughs> but Midnight Dragon, I remember those, like they were a disgusting, Heavy, heavy lager beer. Like you said, it must have been like th- maybe $3.99. It was $1.99 a six-pack and then like $3.99 for the case or right. something like that. Right. Right. I remember we cool. had a banner hanging outside the house. <laughs> if, you, if, if anyone's ever seen Molly Crew, The Dirt, the movie The Dirt, this mm-hmm. house was basically the playground version of Molly Crew's The Dirt House. It was, you know, just, you know, drinking and, you know, but most of the drinking because we were all poor – and starving musicians, right, was this Midnight Dragon beer, which it's on my list, too. I had to have that I on knew, there. I, I knew you'd, I know you'd, hit, you'd touch it. I remember your ass blew up so big. 
He used to, he's uh, Joe used to wear spandex uh, when he was in, when he was a drummer, and it was kind of like Spinal Tap. You know, when the drummers blew up and they went through different drummers, but well, we went through different drum stools. <laughs> Only four of them blew up. There's one, there's one video after a couple months of Midnight Dragon where I walked by the video and you just see it's just black. It's, it, everyone puts on weight different. I put it on my face and my belly. Joey looks completely normal down to his hips and then his ass just blew up. <laughs> for anyone who, listen, seriously, for anyone who's listening, We've been trying to track down Midnight Dragon for years. We think it's completely out, out, obviously out of uh, distribution. But if anyone can find us a six pack of, of Midnight Dragon, I will have you on the show and I will promote anything you want me to promote. Please, Midnight Dragon. We're trying to find it. Great pick. I feel my double chin already growing just speaking about it. <laughs> oh, th there's a lot of uh, other stories we could talk about Midnight Dragon. We won't talk because we're all family men now. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> I said Bernie. I'm with a special guest. I'm I'm a role <laughs> model now. Down here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, so my number, I think we're up to my number three, I think, right? So my number three is another alcohol, kind of like Goldschlager. I can't spell it. And this one is called Black House. Now, That's right up there with the gold saga. Black House, same thing, sticky, disgusting. I mean, again, super sweet. It was, you know, when we all had a Hampton house for years in the Hamptons in Long Island, and we would just, you know, have a summer house. We would all rent every summer, and every, you know, we would go out to the bars, and we knew all the bartenders, so we would literally just give $20 to the bartender, all of us, you know, it's probably, you know, 20 or 30 of us, and we would drink whatever we wanted for the rest of the night. We wouldn't even think about it. And, you know, it got, it got so crazy that I remember one of the bartenders at Turtle Bay would literally just hand us the Black House bottle because <laughs> we kept, obviously our money was no good because they wouldn't even take it from us anymore. They, we would just keep ordering, okay, we want 37 more Black House shots. Yeah, and he was just like, forget it. Here's the bottle. You know, there's a trifecta here. There was another alcohol, all German. All German. Jägermeister. Ooh, yeah, yeah. All three of them. All, th yeah. all three of those liquors we just named. The stickiness. Yeah, I think that we I think it was called nicknamed Deer Blood and Opium. Back then because of the uh, the deer head on the uh Jäger. But yeah, uh, the Germans, uh, you should like that. You're Italian, you with the axis. Nah, but it's all that heavy, you know, that <laughs> sticky. There, there is one that I'll use as my honorable mention that I never got sick of, and that's Zambuca. But Oh, you're I right. I, you, I didn't realize the Germans. I didn't realize that the Black House, the Goldschlager, and the Jägermeister. All that's I. I still I'm get I get nauseous thinking about any one of those three. <laughs> well, wide receivers in the NFL use that to stick them in cold weather. <laughs> I remember one night at the bar they had a gold. They had a Black House uh, frozen yogurt machine. Yeah. And we literally were ordering so many. We said, listen, we just want to rent the machine for the whole night. <laughs> and we took we rented the machine in the bar for the rest of the night. That was a 56 fighter group. Yes. <laughs> All right, your, memory, your memory never ceases to amaze me. Well, the ride home was uh, very precarious, you know. <laughs> Go ahead, Ernie. Tell the story. Mean, Ernie? <laughs> we well, all family men. <laughs> see, there was uh, there was six of us in my car, and every single one of us on the Southern State Parkway was sleeping. Every one of us, <laughs> including the driver, <laughs> including including me. Yes, <laughs> six guys in the car, six All people sleeping. sleeping. No, while while driving down the Southern State Parkway, though, and someone's next to us beeping the horn like crazy because they see us all sleeping. He rolls down the window. Keep keep it down. We're trying to sleep in here. I, <laughs> turn it down those sirens. <laughs> Can't yeah. you see we're trying to sleep? Oh, thank God. So Black House almost ended all of our lives. That's yes. why it's number three on my list. Wait a minute. I'm looking at my picture in the Zoom thing. It looks like my mustache is showing more than my beard. It, it does look a little like you have the Hogan Fu Manchu going. Where am I going with the Freddie Mercury look? What's going on? 
<laughs> Why is it doing that? I'm going to have to, I'm going to, you know what that means? I'm going to have to dye my mustache gray now. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll edit something in. It'll, you'll look beautiful. <laughs> All right. All right, well, Ernie, you're number two. Uh, my number two was my go-to liquor when I first started drinking. Uh, Southern Hold Comfort. on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Liz! Meatloaf! I need my Jack Daniels. I'm running low. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Right. I want it. I'm at, my, I'm at my sister's house, and I don't want to be rude. So she's going to bring the Jack Daniels in here. I'm running low. If I do the All same right. thing, if I, call, if I call out to my wife right now, hey, I need the scotch, you'll see a shoe come flying in. <laughs> No, I'm joking. This is my this is my 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 sister. I've been doing this since Sarah. Thanks, honey. I love you. Liz, get in here. Where are you? Liz, get in. I'm Say going it. back outside. I've spent enough of my years with you guys. Anthony <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mackey says she's gonna age for another 10 years. <laughs> okay, so where are we? <laughs> All right, Ernie, you're number two. Okay, so my number two, my go-to liquor when I first started drinking, Southern Comfort. Oh, um, I know later Lovely. on we all got into SoCo and Lime shots, but I'm talking about when I would drink it straight from the bottle, like age 15 at the you know very beginning. <laughs> Matter of fact, this is for Tommy. I remember Christmas Eve, I think 1986. I know where you're going, Ernie. Go ahead. <laughs> when me and Tommy got in a fight with pretty much everybody in the schoolyard because they were bad mouthing Ozzy. <laughs> so, so Ozzy, if you're listening out there right now. I got my ass kicked for you. No, Ernie, we, we held our own. We were throwing like 12 people around. <laughs> but you, Ernie, you mentioned uh, Southern Comfort. So you had mentioned it earlier too, and I almost, I vomited a little bit in my mouth when I heard the name. Because I when, I fir- when I first met Tommy, that if you remember, Tom, that was your drink. That was my drink. It was Jim Morrison's drink, and, uh, and I loved it. And uh, it almost made my list, but it, it made me too happy. I never got – well, I always got in trouble, but it was my fun drink. I, I really did love it. Well, we have our, our poor bandmate, Steve, might have something else to say about that because – Oh, you know what would have been funny? People would appear just now. We have Steve on the line right now and disappeared. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, we'll edit, maybe I'll try to get him on. We'll edit him in. That would be but pretty funny. I think, if memory memory serves me correct, we were at your sister's Liz's house, right? Probably in, in Starrett City. You, <laughs> Steve, and I, and maybe maybe Dave, maybe Dave too. I'm not sure, Dave. but I crashed my car that night. We we were drinking Southern Comfort, and I had heard about this trivia that this this challenge that you couldn't eat a piece of bread. In under 30 seconds. Now, of course, Tommy and Steve are like, you're crazy. Of course you can. Now, Tommy went to, you know, Liz's cabinet. She had no white bread. So we all we had was hot dog rolls. <laughs> so we were trying to, the, the challenge was you had to try to eat a full hot dog roll in under 30 seconds with no, with no liquid. You had to try to swallow it. And something with the moisture of the bread or something, it was impossible to do. So Steve kept trying to eat this bread. He must have tried to eat, you know, you know, six or seven hot dog rolls. But in the meantime, we're all drinking. And if memory serves me correct, because we had no, nothing to mix it with, we were drinking Southern Comfort and iced tea, I think. That's a good mix. But it was like powdered iced tea, right? Like the powdered mix right into the Southern Comfort. There was no That's water. Right. I was living with my sisters at the time. Uh, my parents were retired to PA. And uh, we used to mix drinks in our, her house to make match the color of the rug. They had a more rug, so we, I think we made sea breezes. Like, and I take the sea breezes down to the rug to make sure when they weren't home and we had a party. But you know what? If, you know, if anyone knows Joey, he's very competitive. Very competitive. I don't know where Steve com- became competitive that night, but it had to be the SoCo because he's not a competitive dude. He just goes with the flow. But man, did he try. <laughs> So and we know fast, how it ended up, but go ahead. Yeah, fa- fast forward about you know an hour or two later, we were we all went to bars on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn where we used to hang out, and Steve was really intoxicated at this point, and he started to feel nauseous. So he's like, "Listen, guys, leave me here." We put him on the church steps on Flatbush Avenue of of St. Thomas right? Aquinas Church, and we all went in the bars, and Steve proceeded to vomit. You know what? It wasn't iced tea; it was Kool Aid. It was Southern Covenant Kool-Aid because I remember now the color 
Steve was vomiting red yeah, right. red hot dog rolls for the next right. two and a half hours. Right, like his brain hemorrhaged. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> and that was the infamous night where I went to get you guys from the bar to kind of like, we got to drive Steve home. He's very sick. He's on the church steps vomiting red hot dog rolls right now. I came in to get you. Of course, you talked me into probably having a drink or two before we went out to save Steve. By the time we went out, Steve was missing. He was gone. You know, you know the irony is he was a very spiritual person at that time. You're right. And his family was. Yes, without getting into it, yes, very spiritual. So to, for us to take him to church steps and let him throw up, that was pretty nice of us. <laughs> was this Steve's first time drinking that night? No, God, no. Oh, okay. But this was the first time, I mean, Me getting into this didn't drink at all. Steve just couldn't get his, get his shit together. But again, Ernie, this this end of this story involves you. So we proceed to drive around the neighborhood to look for Steve because Steve is missing and we know he's very sick. So we can't find him anywhere. So Ernie calls Steve's parents' house and asks, hey, is Steve home? And Steve's mom, who is Greek, starts screaming at Ernie that what who poisoned my son? He's here. <laughs> He's throwing up everywhere. Somebody poisoned my son. Who is this, you son of a bitch? And Ernie, off the top of his head, goes, oh, it's, uh, it's Joey. And he hangs up. Joey Casada. It's Joey Casada. <laughs> so, you know, long story short, Steve's parents still hate me to this day. Uh, so that was Ernie's number two. Doctor, you're number two. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. I don't know what was in this. It's called jungle juice. And we all threw it together. And there were plenty of parties. But it was the kind of party where if you wanted to get in an argument or a fist fight with your best friend in the whole world, it was perfect. <laughs> you just turned on each other. And someone was going to get it that night. It, it didn't matter where you were. A controlled environment, in a house, a home, in Marine Park. All people loving each other. It just went south somehow. And we had this jungle juice party in uh, the cave where we lived. And there was a cat there called Bagels. It was a house cat that we all took care of. Um, we, well, when we were throwing the party, only X amount of us saw the cat actually fell into the jungle juice. <laughs> got out. And uh, we didn't say anything because we had already charged everyone. You know, so to take all the money back... But wait, explain to people, you got to understand, we know these terms. Ex what do you mean it fell into the jungle juice? Explain what is jungle juice and where was it? Jungle juice is, like I said, I don't know what's in it. It's a numerous different, it's a poor man's, poor man's booze. They just a bunch of vodka, whatever goes into it. Yeah, cheap, cheap just sea. cheap alcohol with ice, high you know, high C, right. And fruit and everything thrown in it. And we had a giant cooler and the cooler was filled with this stuff. And uh, bagels fell on it and uh, and we're watching everyone drink their drinks and they're all going. <laughs> yeah, and, and we were all laughing inside, but like, what are we going to do? And then Vinny Cassidy, of course, uh, my dear friend, uh, he was in charge of collecting the money. And he'd just walk over to people and go, and he's, wasn't shy with his hands, if you know what I mean. And he'd, he'd walk on and go, well, $10. And if he had to ask you four times, it was going to be a problem. <laughs> we weeded out. It didn't matter we, if you weren't if you weren't drinking that night. It did not matter. If you came into the my, house. It could have been my mother. It could have been my mother there. If she didn't give the $10, she was getting $10. $10. Like the kid <laughs> from Better Off Dead, the $2. Where's my $2? $2. $2. $2. So uh, I think Jen brought some security guard from uh, King's Plaza. And we had weeded out no troublemakers whatsoever except for one guy. And the one guy that just didn't pay up the third time mask. Well, the fourth time mask. And fistfight started in the house. So everyone had furry tongues. And that kid got his ass kicked. Those are jungle juice days. One of my first introductions to Jungle Juice with you guys was down in Wildwood. And I remember, again, you know, coolers are supposed to be made to, you know, you put ice in the cooler and you throw drinks in the cooler. You don't mix drinks in the cooler. 
But Jungle <laughs> Juice was mixed in the coolers. So yeah. I remember the, one of the first introductions to you guys. I came to this big party down in Wildwood, New Jersey. And there were these big, big coolers filled with this juice. And guys weren't drinking out of cups. They were literally sticking their whole heads under the juice and drinking it from the cooler. <laughs> well, we ran, we ran out of cups. <laughs> and, and then, and then, you know, shortly after, I saw something that I, I never thought I would see and never have seen again. There were two guys in the living room of the hotel we were in, and <laughs> they, there was a, a ceiling fan. Hold going. on, hold on. Let yeah. me guess. Joe Bacardi. Joe Bacardi, yes, Joe, Joe my, Bacardi. our good friend Joe Bacardi. <laughs> and me, and Joey, we got there, me and you got there late, and we walked in. We walked into this, and there was just a guy standing on a couch with his head near the ceiling, near the ceiling fan, and what he was doing was he was, you know, waiting, and the ceiling fan was spinning, and he would stick his head up into the ceiling fan and go... And finally, <laughs> stop the ceiling fan. And, you know, his head would be bleeding and he had red marks on his head. And he'd go, okay, that's on medium speed. Who's up for, who's up for fast speed? Let's go. <laughs> Me and Joey just walked in. So uh, we, were, we weren't up to speed ourselves with this. Right. But, uh, one guy yeah, had his head in the cooler the drinking jungle juice. And one guy was stopping the fan with his head. And one guy ran out saying, I need Paul Malov, but we cannot speak about that. Yes, we won't talk about. <laughs> also, the, the same night, um, I'm going to put this couch on my toe and you're all going to sit oh, on that's, it. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right. How many people now, after we did the couch, now you sit on it, you sit on his lap, and everyone, <laughs> and, and, and always you see his eyes rolling. <laughs> that was after, right, that was after all the speeds have been met on the ceiling fan. Oh, of course. One of the Joe Bacardi said, okay, I'm going to put this couch on. My, he took his shoe off, had his big toe out. He said, I'm going to put this couch on my big toe. Let's see how many people can sit on it. Ready? Go. You can't. We might have to break this episode up into two. <laughs> Needless to say, say <laughs> that sums up Jungle Juice. Great pick. Great, great, great pick. So Hold my on, number I gotta, two. I got I to gotta talk another story about that same time. Do it. Because I was lucky enough to have Joey, who is very uh, knowledgeable. I think you worked in a hospital at a time. When my ears were clogged, you helped me out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, my, so I got a couple. Now we, that just triggered a couple more stories. So, yes. So, Ernie, we're, we're drunk on the boardwalk of Wildwood now. And it's closed. And Ernie has his, his ears are clogged. So, I said, Ernie, it's so easy. Just you know, <laughs> hold, hold, hold your nose. And blow, and you pop your eardrums a little bit. It's so easy. It's like, you know, when you're on a plane and stuff, you do that. It's an easy trick. For two months. <laughs> Ernie takes everything to the extreme. So Ernie goes, oh, okay, I'll do that. He goes, how <laughs> cold on the Shits boardwalk. I, I almost left him there. Shits his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just unconscious. Yeah, that's unconscious you sit on the, on the uh on the uh, boardwalk. <laughs> Ernie, I, take it in. When you got a headache, he downs a whole bottle of aspirin. That's you. I <laughs> contemplated leaving his dead body there. I thought I killed him. <laughs> if you remember correctly, Tom, that was the same night that all the rides on the boardwalk were closing. We went back. We were pissed off at the go-kart guy. because No, not the go-kart. We jumped on the log flume ride, you and I. Oh, yeah, well, this we got to leave these things for another day because... Did, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about dangerous stuff. You know what? I didn't even think about that. That's I thought we were stuff. dead. That was there were, hasn't been many times where I thought we were actually dead, and I saw our our lives yeah. dying. Me, you know, right? you are, me, me and you aren't good with heights, and uh, we thought it'd be <laughs> cute to get on on the boardwalk. And for your listeners, well, viewers, this might be another day where we're going with this. But uh, yeah, to be on a log flume that that high, me and Joey don't like heights, and then to see at the end the log flumes are just flying into a pile and they don't because, know we're on the log flume because the ride is closed. We're riding right. it as they're closing it. And the log flumes are going into a pit. Yeah. We thought we were so cool. <laughs> we thought the climb, we thought we were so cool. We made it to the top and then we go down and, and we both looked down and go, where are the logs going? And they're just flying into off the track. 
Right, there was no water. They were literally flying into a giant pit of log flumes. We had to start screaming for the guy to stop the ride. No. <laughs> Get a what? Let's leave that for another day. This some fun, stupid stuff. <laughs> anyway, that that's all jungle juice related. So what yes. obviously perfect, perfect pick. My number two pick, we already mentioned. We won't go into it again. Midnight Dragon. I had to put it up there. It was I had so many memories of this beer, so I had to have it on my list. That's my number two. So let's move on to our number one picks. We already talked about Joe, real quick, which what I didn't pick up on why Midnight Dragons was so special to us because we couldn't afford anything else to get high. And we didn't do drugs. We never did drugs. Never. So to get a beer, you know, when we were poor, it was the greatest beer ever to, to us at that point. It was something to get us, you know, this in a in a fun mood, you know. So, I, you know, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. That's why I said I loved it and I hated it, but it, but it was great. Yeah, so it had I, nothing to do with taste, right? It was the cheapest thing we could find, and obviously, we you know we were starving musicians, you know, right. coming from our shows and stuff. So we had nothing else to drink. That's we weren't, right. you know, we weren't big into alcohol and stuff like that. No. We were still beer drinkers and stuff. So no, Joe, that I was well, yeah, man. Tommy came out of the womb big on the alcohol. (laughs) All right, Ernie. Can we do something in honor of Christmas vacation? When he gets the lights going, the drum roll. There we go. Oh, nice. I like that. I'm sitting at my drums. Tom, before we get to your number one, if you had to name something that didn't make your list, that was just short, honorable mention, what would you name? SoCo was my uh, drink, and it made me do crazy things, but I added up. <laughs> SoCo, and then when we heard about SoCo online, it got even better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the funny I, thing is, before I went on stage, I always had a shot with Ray Young. You guys think that I drank before I went on I never. I would have a SoCo. SoCo online. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> I remember very, very vaguely. Uh, we were on stage at the cabaret in Brooklyn, and okay, here they are. Your favorite, your headlining band, Playground. And I ran uh, on like uh, Motley no, Crue. You were not there, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> Tommy signed to the stage. Tommy was at the bar drinking with Ray Young. <laughs> Before okay. we get to number one. My one honorable mention, which almost made my list, and I'm surprised, I thought for sure it was actually going to make your list, Tom. That's why I didn't actually put it on my list. But this one, I still love it today. I never had really any bad memories. It's more fond memories. That's probably why I didn't make my list, which was White Russians. If you remember, what we used to do is we used to want to drink White Russians out when we went out to bars. We used to bring a gallon of skim milk with us. Chinese but I mean, food, I mean you just, you know, just the thought of who the hell brings, you know, we were all watching our beautiful girlish figures at that time, too. So who the hell is bringing around? Ga- we, I remember going before we used to go to the Salty Dog in Bay Ridge. We used to make sure we had our gallon of, of skim milk with us right. to give to the bartender that night. Say, well, listen, we want white Russians all night, but you got to use the skim milk. Right. Because the real way to make it is with cream. Right. And you're done after one drink. Again. with cream. It's too heavy. But, but with milk, skin milk, <laughs> sky's the limit. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now, I really thought you were going to say 95 bananas or something, by the way. Oh, uh, 99 bananas. Hold 99, on. 99 bananas. I thought Joe was going to mention the Hamptons, but I left it off my list. Because he used to walk up there. He was the last guy to get there. And I'd wait for him and he'd be on the train going, You got my 99 ready? <laughs> and we, we would down, we would down, literally. Because he had put his his thing on before we went out to the ball. Yeah, so. you used to really hurt me with that. Right before, I remember you guys would yeah, be in the so van bad. on the <laughs> way, to, getting ready to go to the bar. I would come in and you would be feeding me the 99 bananas before, right as I'm running out the door. Yep. And you and, told me to make sure it was ready to go. And hence the name, The Doctor. Ah. He always had the cure for me. He always, he was always... He always had my medicine ready to go. You know, whenever we would have a hangover, Tommy's theory, and this is really to me where you became the doctor. Your theory was always, 
obviously, you know, the whole theory of, you know, take a little bit of the, of, uh, a little bit of the dog that bit you from the night before and you'd feel better the next day. But Tommy went even further scientifically to explain it. And he would say, you know, when you're drunk, you'd have this flow of alcohol in your system. And when you'd, you'd be hung over, you'd have like a little break in that flow. And it'd be like all, you know, like a bad engine. So you'd have to try to sneak alcohol into your body the next day. And, and the best way to do that was a little Zambuca and some coffee in the morning. And it, it would just, it would just fix that flow, that flux capacitor. And it would just kind of uh, be smooth again. I have to say. All right, Ernie, you're number one. Let's go. Drum roll. Number one. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it obvious? Jungle juice. <laughs> um, Give the story. Yeah, we would probably would have been safer doing hard drugs than drinking this crap in <laughs> retrospect. Uh, I mean, I would love to ask a doctor their opinion of what we're putting <laughs> in our bodies one day. Yeah. A psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> we would take every different type of liquor and mix it all together. <laughs> anything, that yeah. stays, anything that stains the inside of a cooler. Or your yep. white shoes. People who used to wear white sneakers to these events, and they have to throw their white sneakers out. They permanently stain them. Every time we had this, we would wind up beating each other up. I mean, <laughs> what, I what does that right. tell you? What does that? What does that tell you? You might as well mention the story about El Park coming into Marine Park on a bad night. All the lights oh. were out, and they didn't know there was a hundred people on Jungle Juice, and they thought they'd come by in their daddy's cars and invade us with bats. Bad timing. <laughs> Very bad timing. We were planned out like a military. Where we were told like the, the front should stay in the front and then climb over the gate and back up so they would climb over the gate. Then we over <laughs> we do a front. <laughs> Guerrilla tactics. I like that. Yeah, they left. They uh, they left their cars. They didn't want their cars getting screwed up, so they left their friends behind. Yep. <laughs> All right. So something tells me, Tom, your number one might be my number one. I'm it's not positive. Number one. Go ahead. Your number one alcohol that which, when you were younger, you regret ever putting to your lips. I don't regret. <laughs> But I'm happy we stopped it. Yeah, this this thing called um, Devil Springs, you know, that we picked up in a liquor store on Kings Plaza, you know, Kings Plaza liquor store. It, it might it was 180, 160, 160. Yeah, double right. So um, we thought it'd be a joke, you know. We brought it over to the house. This this was the other cave on 52nd Street, right in, yeah. in Mill Basin. And you know what starts off. Me and Joey have tried to. We're not mixologists, <laughs> but what happens is when you, you know, when you pour a little bit of that, it's as much as double a vodka of that. And then when you have that, you, your taste buds go numb. So now as you get drunk, you start doubling, quadrupling the amount in your glass. And before you know it, now jungle juice didn't turn us on each other, but inanimate objects in this house some, <laughs> somehow came after us. I mean... <laughs> Uh, we hallucinated. We, it, it was, I know Joey's rocking. It's, <laughs> so it like, again, it, you, it's my number one, two, 100%. And what you, what you were, what you were saying was we would the buy, moment. We would the buy moment, this, then. this devil Springs vodka. It was called, and I think it, this is still for sale. I actually, if you guys remember, I said, I sent you a text yes, a couple days ago, weeks ago. I still, it's still for sale somewhere. I don't know where. But it's still for sale, maybe in Germany with the other liquors. But um, it's uh, <laughs> you're looking for a divorce show. <laughs> it what we used to do was again struggling musicians. These are the the early playground days. We found a bottle of vodka that was a hundred hundred and sixty proof. So we said, okay, that's like buying two bottles of vodka because it's a it's double the proof. So we if said, we well, we'll the government, there'd be no we, problems. Oh, we, I mean, we rationalized it. We said to ourselves, we said, okay. What we'll do is we'll make every drink with half the vodka because it'll be like a regular drink. And that's what we did. We used to say, oh, this is so good. But then as the night went on and our taste buds and memory and, and you know, thought process started to get a little diluted, we would start adding regular amounts of vodka in and then even more. And this 
this vodka was 160 yes. proof. Yes, and a glass was equal to four. Right. So, right, a, a, a double <laughs> shot was equal to four. So, you know, the bottle, we would finish the bottle and we would literally, I think, start hallucinating. Listen, I knew that was going to be your number one. It had to be my number one. There's no other drink that that I ever thought of that when I think of this category than Devil Springs. I mean, I, I was, really? like I said, I was Googling it the other day just to see no, if I could get this. a picture of it. Ernie, did you, did you hear about this aftermath? What was your take on this? I I remember you guys uh, drinking that crap. I stayed away from it. <laughs> you guys you not speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, what a great list, great topic, period, just because there's so many stories we could tell through all of these different alcoholic drinks. Again, like Tommy said, I've never I've never done a drug in my whole entire life. Yeah. Obviously, we drank, you know, through our, our youths and stuff like that. But, you know, these stories, every story we ever have is always it always starts with. You remember when we were drinking that night or <laughs> yeah. remember when we were drunk that night? It always starts there. So these alcohols i did i wanted to just touch on some of these that people forget through the years everyone has a list of these alcohols that we talked about that they remember and they feel sick thinking about i'm sure so that i, I love to hear other people's opinions on all of these different drinks and their stories behind said drinks well said well said <laughs> do we even like each other when we're sober <laughs> I, I gotta be honest here. I I haven't hung out with you guys sober in years. Anyway. Right there is where we hit the music. Joey, thank you for having me, and I hope to be back. I had a great time. Uh, I was a little girl tonight coming here. I didn't know what to wear. My wife looked at me. She was so disappointed in me. I go, do I dress up like a washed-up musician as a father, as a working man? She goes, just wear a goddamn T-shirt. And why are you wearing cologne? I go like this, I don't know, I don't know. So yeah, my first Zoom, very nice. And Joey, thank you for having me. Ernie, love you. Love you I'll too. I'll see you uh, another five years. <laughs> Guys, so great much. show, great topic. One of my favorites. These stories will live in, you know, forever in our lives. And, you know, I'm sure everyone has stories similar to these. So please share them in the comments. Tell us what you think of these stories, these alcohols. Give us your favorite top five, you know, alcohols you drank as a kid that you probably regret ever having. Give us some emails. Send us an email to top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Put comments in the in the YouTube page. Put comments on Facebook. Let us know what you think. We want Dr. back. He'll be back plenty of times with us. We have so many more topics we want to visit, including Hiss versus Ozzy. Please. No comments on my Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Later, guys. I'll take care of this. Good night, guys. Love you.